Lord, we thank you for what we've already felt. Lord, thank you for the time of prayer. Lord, as a family, a body of Christ has gathered around, Lord, and prayed for one another. Lord, we've sat in the sweet presence of God today. We thank you for that. Lord, we ask you, Lord, in these last few moments of this day, Lord, that you would help us, encourage us, and draw us closer to you. We ask it now in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. You may be seated. You uh, Bible students, you know where we are tonight. We are getting ready to finally cross over right. the River Jordan. Right. We have been on a magnificent journey for quite some time yes. when we arrived to Joshua's book. And this has started all the way back in the book of Exodus when God begins to speak to Moses. And he sees that burning bush on fire, yet it not consumed. Right. And the Lord said, take off thy shoes, Moses, you're standing on holy ground. And he looked down and he said to Moses, surely I have seen the affliction of my people. And there that call begins to come forth to Moses that he would be the leader of the nation of Israel, God's people, out of bondage, out of Egypt, and into the place that God had prepared. I understand the typology tonight, and I will say a few things about it as we go forth. I don't believe that Canaan's fair land is necessarily a picture of heaven. But it is a place of victory, amen, in our lives. But can I say, when you look at it, it is hard to disagree, amen, that there is a beautiful picture of heaven there. Yeah. Amen, that may not be its representation, but we do get a glimpse of what heaven may be like. Or our journey from this earth to that land that right. He's prepared for you and I. Amen, so whether tonight you want to look at it as heaven or rather tonight you want to just look at it as a place of victory that at least ought to be something on the depths of your soul that says I remember what it was like to be bound up yeah. I remember what it was like to be a bondman down in Egypt but I heard a voice call my name one day and said follow me Amen. and I've been on a journey ever since and been following that voice and being led by the head of God. Preacher. And can I say, honey, I don't know what you think about it, but I believe just any day now, Canaan's land oh, will be yes. just inside. Yeah. And we will cross over on Chile Jordan. And, yeah. and we will be at the place that God has prepared for us. Yes, Amen. sir. Amen. Amen. We will be there. And I say tonight that in this life that we live, we can get there. We can cross over the river. On this side of eternity, we can find ourselves in that Canaan's fair land, in that land flowing with milk and honey, right. peace and hope and as a place of victory God has not intended for you to live a life bound up for the rest of your life when he saved your soul I believe the scripture says whom the sun sets free it's free indeed amen when he saved you honey he set your soul free he set your life free you're no longer bound up in the things of this world but the glory hallelujah you've been freed by the power of God amen Amen. We have all of these things happening in Joshua 1. 
these pictures, these typologies, I believe it's chapter 3, where they finally cross over and when they enter into that land, oh my goodness, the beautiful types and the pictures that are given as we finally get to that place, that, place, that river. And the Bible says that Joshua comes to where they are. Amen. And he commands, hallelujah. Yeah. Let the priests go forth first. Oh, amen. And carrying that ark. And as they begin to walk into that thing, amen, no one goes over to the other side without first getting next to the glory oh, and yes. the power of That's God. Right. That's amen. right. You must come through and you must come behind his power. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. There ain't no other way to get to him tonight. There's no other way to get to victory oh, yeah. unless you grab a hold of the power of God. Hey, can I say tonight the only way that I have come to know Him is through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way outside of Him Amen. That is right. I, I ain't got the time to preach all the pictures and all the types and all the shadows. But I want us to mainly focus in on what's happening here in our text tonight. We know what's getting ready to happen in the next few chapters. But something has happened drastically in Joshua chapter number 1. There has been a change of command. Mm -hmm. We know that, I mentioned it a while ago, it didn't start out with Joshua. It started out with Moses. That's right. And something has happened along this journey. Through the years, as Moses has followed the Lord, and now Moses has done some things, and Moses goes up to the top, and I ain't come to teach a Sunday school lesson, but let's just say it like this, Moses leaves, and he never comes back. Yes, sir. There's no explanation to these people. There is no warning to these people of things to come. But as Moses goes up to that land, the Bible said in Deuteronomy chapter number 34, and in verse number 5, the Bible said, So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab. Oh, my. Yeah. I got bad news for you, children of Israel. Y'all have been following after this man as he has done his best to follow that fire by night and that cloud, that pillar by day. Yeah. Amen. They are depending on Moses. They are trusting every word that Moses has to say that they may they reached Canaan's fair land. Oh, and how they must have failed when they get the word back that Moses is dead. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Years they've invested in this journey. They've come out of Egypt. They've seen every plague known to man. They've experienced it all. They've lived through it all. They've done it all. They've sang songs of rejoicing. They've had moments of questioning. Amen. No, they don't get me wrong tonight. It wasn't always just, just absolute joy and peace and love and happiness. Amen. There are the moments where they questioned him. There are the moments That's where right. they questioned God. Amen. There's moments where they was living in fear in that journey just like you and I. Oh, but I believe the ultimate most surprise that they've ever had is that before they ever get to the place that God promised them, the one leading them there falls off the scene. Yes, sir. Now what? Yes, sir. Let me say it to you like this. I have been in places in my own life, moments in my own life, Brother Chris, 
where I put my eyes so focused on men and I have looked up to them in such a way only to find out that it's better to trust the Lord yep. than it is to put confidence in man. Yep. Yep. Man's going to let you down. Man's going to lead you astray. Man's going to forsake you along some time or another. But man, they are finding out that the one that they trusted to get them there, he's no longer there to lead them right, right. anymore. That's right. What do we do? How? I mean, 40 years we've been on this journey. For there have been people that have died and never gotten here. There have been people that has been born and all they've ever known is just to travel. Yes. Looking. What do we do? That mom and daddy, how can we move every 10 days? Well, we're looking for Canaan land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine you being 30 years old and grown up in this? Yes, sir. Huh? I mean, that's like the wild, wild west when America was discovered. This is the first pilgrim right here. Yeah. Huh? Yes, sir. They're just looking for a land. We get to find it. There's babies on this journey. There's teenagers on this journey. There's dear, gray-headed saints of God on this journey. They're longing for a land. But we've had a funeral. Yes, sir. And I guarantee you there's some of them people that is probably giving up right about now. Yes, sir. They said 40 years. We ain't never going to find it now. Right. 40 years. And I wonder if they were good Baptists like we are. Mm -hmm. They're forming a committee somewhere already. Yeah. Before Moses is even good, dead, and cold. Yeah. Before they've even had their bid farewell yeah. service for Moses. They light their candles and send them down a creek somewhere and... I don't even know what those things are called. What, I thought it was always called victuals, but that's suffering, ain't it? Amen. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Lots of things and balloons and all that. Can't even have it yet. Yeah, you worked in a deer home. You know what that word is. And I, he said it five times, but I still don't know what he said. <laughs> I said victuals, and he said, yeah, victuals. No, Vigils. It's a visual. <laughs> and I'm just messing with you. They got to come. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Y'all, come on. We need, we need to figure this out. What we can't. What are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do next week? Are we just going to stay here where Moses died? I mean, is that what God's trying to tell us? Wherever Moses dies, that's where we just need to stay at? No, I don't know where to go. Do you know where to go? You know, I know you don't know where, where, you know where to go. Can somebody help us? Get to that place. Little did they know. Maybe the whole time they're trying to find their committee. Pulpit committee, right. choir committee, oh, deacons right. committee, and chairman of this and the chairman of that. Yeah. Huh. We got more chairs than we got anything else in churches anymore, Dave, right. don't we? Yes, the whole time, God is looking for a young man. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Yes, sir. This just ain't any young man. No, sir. I, I wish I had time. I would go back and I would give you a little background of who this young man is. Yes. This young man has been following Moses around yes, all of his teenage years. All of his younger days, he's been looking at the men of God. And I believe with all my heart, he's been pleading God, whatever it is that he's got, I want some of that. Right, right. Lord, 
I don't know why it is that you speak to him on behalf of everybody else, but I sure do wish that one day you'd speak to me. Oh, I can't do it all tonight, but if you was to go back to Numbers, you'd find out that one day old Brother Moses, he done got in that tabernacle and yep. God met with him. And the word of God said that Joshua stayed. Hallelujah. Yep. God. Yep. Amen. And after God and Moses had their conversation, little old Joshua's down in there. Amen. And he's staying and he's waiting just for the chance that God may say something to him as well. You say, what was Joshua doing? I got news for you. I know exactly what he was doing. He was getting filled with God. He was getting filled with the power of God. And the first person in your King James Bible, amen, that ever talks about being filled with the Spirit of God is none other than Joshua himself. He got full of God. Amen. The whole time we're over here worried about what's going on. Right. God says, let me go over here and visit this young man. Oh, yes. That's been seeking after my face. Yeah. Let me go pay a visit to the one that has been visiting me. Mm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me say something to you real fast before I move on. Is if you feel like you've been trying to find God, get a hold of God, but nothing's happened yet, just keep staying where you right. are. Right, right. It might not be time right now. Listen. It, it might not be time for your song. It might not be time for your yeah. sermon. It might not be time for your testimony. But that does not mean to give up on God. That doesn't mean that God doesn't want you. But it just might mean in a few days from now, God's going to come looking for somebody that is willing and that is giving their self to Him. It's been a long time. But here He comes and He's looking for a young man. Yeah. In the name of Joshua to be a leader. Amen. Here we are. The Bible says now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua. All the accounts that we could go back through and read through and study through, we would find that Joshua speaks to God. We would find that Joshua seeks after God, but you'll never not one time find where God spoke to Joshua. Right. Mm. Until, whoo, glory, hallelujah. Hell it now. We get to Joshua chapter number one. Yeah. And verse number one, and God said, it's time. Come here, son. Oh, yeah. I got news for you, Joshua. You better put your seatbelt on because it's fixing to be quite the little ride. Yeah, yeah. Joshua, listen to me. Verse number two. Moses, my servant, is dead. Right. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, thou, and all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to preach on tonight with the help of the Lord. What God gives to your preacher. Well. Right. What God gives to your preacher. Tell it now. Number one, the first thing God is going to give your preacher, he's going to give you an initiation. Mm. Every man of God that is standing behind a pulpit, whether he's a pastor, whether he's an evangelist, right. whether he's a Sunday school, it doesn't matter the place, it doesn't matter the position, every one of God's men, it starts off with initiation. Yes. First off, let's do it like this. Let's talk about this. Let's establish this. What was the first thing that came to Joshua from the Lord? The Bible said that he begins to speak to him. Yes, sir. 
And the first thing a man of God is going to receive from God is always going to be a word. Amen. 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 Well, I told you I'm going to try to help you tonight. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm going to try to help him. I'm going to try to help the preacher. I'm going to try to help yeah. us all tonight. The first thing that God is going to give the preacher is a word from God. Yes, sir. And somebody ought to be glad for that tonight. Right. Yeah. You see, what does that entail? I'm talking about every Sunday morning, he has been somewhere with God. He has prayed. He spent time. And he doesn't come up here empty-handed. Amen. And say, I ain't got nothing for right. that. Amen. But Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, amen, I've seen him at his own meeting in October stand up here and preach some of the best sermons that anybody right. preached all week. Why? Because God has given him a word. Amen. Yeah. Now, if you want something that just makes you feel good, right. you want something that just makes you happy all the time, if you want something that just makes you feel no different than how you walked in, amen, you can turn on any TV station, sure. amen, you can turn on any radio station, yeah. amen, you can have your ears tickled, amen, you can have your spirit just feel as good and fluffy as you like, but that doesn't Come on, preacher. Word. Sometimes he'll give him an encouraging word. Yes. Amen. But the word of God says that he's to reprove, refute, and exhort with all long suffering. And it's up to God himself to give that man that word. And for him to give it to you. Can I say that I child of God? The preaching starts with the word. Amen. Amen. Sure does. That's right. Not only was it a word that the Lord had given him an initiation, but it was wisdom. Come on. Mm. And he gave him. Notice what the Bible said in verse number two. Moses, my servant, is dead. Yeah. Guess who's got to be the bearer of that bad news? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's on search committee down here looking for Moses. Sure. Trying to figure out where Moses is. And Joshua steps up and he says, uh, Y'all, I got bad news. What is it? Moses. I mean, can you imagine how that would have flowed at, at a Baptist church? Right. right. I mean, I believe I can say this because I don't think this would ever happen. Right. But that'd be like Brother Dax walking up in here on Wednesday night. Amen. After he done got rid of you know who. And he walked in and he said, Got bad news for y'all. He ain't coming back. He's got him hog tied out in the bushes somewhere. Amen. So he could, I mean, it looks like Joshua's trying to take over, right? We know that is not the case. We know that through time, God has been playing this all out. God has led us to this spot. And now God has given the wisdom to Joshua to become the next leader of this people, of this congregation. And not only is God going to give Joshua wisdom, but he's going to give the people wisdom. Right. Right. To trust the man of God. Yeah. Let me say it to you like this. How long, Brother Caleb, have y'all been coming in here? A little over a year. I remember, was it this year? Was it last last uh, camp meeting, I believe it was? Maybe the first time I seen y'all, and y'all were sitting back there on the back row. Man, and I hear y'all, you moved up in the front row. I, I don't know what it was that y'all heard, that y'all saw. Come on. But something, when y'all walked into this place, you heard that man up there preaching? Something said, he's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
How, how many of y'all have been here for only about six months? Anybody been here for only about six months? A year? Anybody else been here? You've been here. You came right after them, right? About nine months. And you sat down on that pew and you heard that preacher preaching. Amen. And he done got wisdom from God. And he said, God, I believe you. And then he turned around and he started telling everybody else. And all of a sudden, something down in you said, I believe that. Yeah. Amen. God not only gives the man of God wisdom to tell those people what he wants them to hear, but he gives the people wisdom that they may gladly hear what the man of God has to say. Tell it now. Yes, sir. Boy, it's good. I don't know about all that. Well, I figured you at least have some one or two tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, well, well, but but didn't he give us people, amen, within the church and deacons and over this and over that that we may set the preacher straight? I ain't never not once read that in my Bible. No, sir. But if you want to if you want to go and make sure the preacher's in check, let's do it like this. He's got a relationship with God just like you do. Sure. And he has a walk with God. Not just like you do. It's supposed to be, how do I say this correctly? How do I, how do I, what's a good word? Deeper? Deeper. Deeper. Yeah. You ought to have the deepest walk with God that you can. Right. That Amen. For you and your wife's sake, you ought to be as close to him as you possibly can. Right. And he expects a little bit more out of him. Yes. Sure. Right. I believe this man of God walks with the Lord. Yes, sir. Probably in a way that most preachers don't. Yeah, that's right. I have been in the next room to him at a hotel. Yes, sir. And through the vents, I could hear a man sound like something was carrying on and going on in there, only to listen in and find out it was him praying. Yep. Amen. That's right. And God expects a little bit more. Yes, sir. That ain't going to mean you've got to pray and yes, sir. bring the walls down at the, at the Holiday Inn. That don't mean you got to preach to the Lord, right? God, Amen. Lord, don't ask me to preach. I wouldn't survive for 20 minutes if I had to preach like him. I'd blow my voice out so fast and come out of my eardrums. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. No, sir. But we're talking about somebody that God is looking at and says, walk with me. Amen. I need you to walk with me today. I've got some things to talk to you about. I need to let you know some things. Amen. In the initiation, the Lord said, Joshua, I've got a word for you. And I've got wisdom. Yes. That's right. Here's the information that he gives. Not just an initiation, but what God gives your preacher is information. The Bible says this in verse number two. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan thou and all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. The information that it gives, he says it like this, Joshua, it's time to get up. Yep. Oh my. Yeah. You see, as these people are just, they're laying around and they're stagnant and they're not moving and they're not going nowhere. Nobody's getting saved. The town's dying and going to hell. But God calls a preacher. God calls a man of God. And he says, it's time to get up. It's time to quit living in your stagnancy. Come on. Just get up. But it's time to go over. And not just go over. But it's time to grab a hold of some things. Yeah. Amen. I'm letting you know tonight that everything that still water Baptist Church needs, God's going to give it to that man. Yeah. Amen. Maybe I should have asked him to leave before I even preach this sermon because I'm trying to preach to the people, but it seems like I'm just preaching to you, so I'm sorry. Didn't need that anyhow. 
or used it three times and I hey man, y'all gotta quit coughing in your hands and come and take my hands. I'm just gonna keep this thing in my pocket. Amen. I had somebody walk up to me and they said, I'm something's on with your jacket. I said, Hell hey, no. You ain't never heard of the COVID. Back up on me. Praise God gives us information. And I'm saying some things and I hope that's not mean because it's for love. And I'm saying this not because I think this church needs it in the matter that they're not doing this. I'd be, I mean, I'd have to have a billboard from heaven to drop down for me to preach a sermon like that in a place that I believe they were rising up against preaching. You know what I'm talking about. God would have to absolutely solidify it in my heart so strong that there was no questions asked. The reason why you can preach a sermon like this in a church like this is because there's liberty to do so. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. What I'm trying to let you know is this. When God gives information, who did he give it to? Joshua. Joshua chapter number one. Very easy. It's the book's name. Who did he give it to? Joshua. Joshua. He didn't give it to any of the other servants. Amen. Didn't give it to Joshua's right hand man. That's right. But he gave it to Joshua. Exactly right. And when God gives information concerning Stillwater Baptist Church. Oh boy. Yeah. Say it. Preach on. Preach it. Brother Chris, you've been here. Yeah. And I've seen God work in your family. Yes, oh, yes. And bless my heart. Yes, sir. Yes. Get up there and play the piano and sing. Man, y'all doing such a good job. But I'm, I'm telling you, with love in my heart, it's not coming to you. Yes, sir. Right. Hey. Tell it, preacher. Brother Seth, I see you on that altar. About every time these doors are open, I don't yeah. think there's been a service been by. But I haven't seen him just up, get by his cell yes. and get in that office. He's hungry, boy. Ask God for whatever you're asking for. But can I tell you, when God has news for this church, right. it ain't coming to your house. It's not coming to your ears. It's not coming to Isaac Tobbs. And even as though Brother Dax is a great help, it's not coming to Dax Tobbs. It's coming right there to where God's been to It's coming to his heart. It's coming to his prayer time. God gives it to the man. Amen. Yes, Amen. 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 That's right. Amen. Yeah. And preachers are losing their minds tonight. Yes, sir. Churches are falling apart tonight. Yes, yes sir. Amen. They're locking the doors tonight. There ain't no telling how many congregations are gathered right now. What's the date? January the 14th? 15th. January the 15th. This will be the last service. That's, That's right. That's together. exactly because right. Because somebody couldn't stand it, that God gave the information. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amen. That's right. That is right. Preacher right. Yes, well, I just, oh, oh boy, Lord, I'm sorry. Preach. I just got to leave. No, sir. Right here. You preach. I'll sit down. I promise you. I'm you listen. preach. I, I, I just think we need to have a voice and opinion about this thing. Right. Come on. Me and that man right there has got a friend right now. Yes, sir. That before they ever sang the first congregational song this morning, he had to fight some battles because somebody thought some things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Yes. But because they didn't run it by them first. Right. Oh, they didn't ask their permission first. Yes, Are you kidding me? Right. Right. Oh, my. Yeah. Right. I got to be careful because I try to tell you I'm preaching this in love, but if I start thinking about this, I'll be wanting to whoop somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You say, where'd that come from? That comes from being a pastor's kid. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> I've seen with my own. I ain't talking about things I've heard about. 
Come on now. I've seen it with my own eyes. Sure you have. You've seen it with your own eyes. It's a miracle. But this girl right here with one of my friends has seen it with her own eyes. It's a miracle y'all even here. Every pastor's kid in America has seen it with their own eyes that somebody thought they should have at least been told. It's a miracle y'all are even here. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, it was my fault the way her daddy got ran off because he took me golfing. Oh, wow. And they thought they, he took him golfing with the church's money. Yeah. And didn't with his own money. <laughs> they were just looking for something. Yes, sir. That's it. What, what, what can we bring up that we can just ruffle the feathers of the picture? Because I'm so jealous that God only speaks to him and not to me. You see, the problem is this. Oh, Lord, help me. Come on, preacher. I'm halfway tonight. If I don't, I won't have no air in the fires in the morning. No, sir. You're all right. The problem is, is God does want to speak to you. Yeah. He does want to speak to us for the Bible, for our family's sake. Yeah. He does want to speak to the husband, the priest of his home. Yeah. Amen. And he wants to instruct you to instruct your home. But our problem is, we don't even want to stop and listen to God help us and instruct us for our home's sake because we're so worried about we can't run the church. Amen. Right. Come on. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. I believe if the people of God would spend more time in their prayer closet, yeah, that's the key right there. That's key. They'd spend less time in the pastor's office. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. I feel good about that. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Amen. You sign my Bible. Amen. <laughs> Write it down so I don't forget it. If we spend more time in our Bible, yeah. yes, sir. We'd have to spend less time with a list of questions across the desk of the preacher. And if we just say, Lord, I trust him. Mm. Yeah. And if he's got it wrong, he'll take care of that. Yes, he will. That's it. By the way, if he's following God and he misses God somewhere along the line or the other, it ain't up for somebody to form a committee and straighten him out. Amen. If he's wrong about it, God will say, I'm the committee. Right. Let's talk about some things. That's right. Yeah. And if you want, oh my, the reason why I'm saying this is because there's never been a time that I've come to this church and I haven't felt God. Right. Every time I come, I feel this message is not to straighten someone out. This is a message to warn the body of Christ. Right, oh, right. If we're not careful, we'll get so backed up. Yes. And we'll get so concerned of who's getting the information and what we're all doing with it. I don't want to see a Holy Ghost filled church. Tell it. Amen. And a Holy Ghost filled choir become stagnant because they wish things would be different. Yes, sir. Joshua. Get up. Mm. All right. Get out. Okay. Go over. Mm. Grab a hold. What am I grabbing a hold of? He said, grab a hold of me. Oh, yes. That's exactly right. And if the preacher. Come on, preacher. Man, is that how long I've been preaching? 30 minutes? I got to quit. Matter of fact. I hate to play God in any scenario. But he's the man of God. Right. And his job is, even though God's give you good man, and let me tell you something, there's going to be moments, and if, am I, if I'm wrong about it, y'all correct me, but I've seen my daddy been pastoring over 25 years now. He don't make big decisions without talking to his men. Right. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yes, sir. But his number one thing, his number one 
goal is not to get with y'all every time we need to talk about what color tank wall. No, if, if he says we're going to take on a missionary, say for how much? Yeah, exactly right. right. Amen. He's not asking for opinion to vote. No. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. He stands up and says, I'm following God. Y'all with me or not? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And the only way he can do that is if he's been walking with him. Yeah, yeah. the only way. And God says, no, this way. That's right. Go that way. That's right. And when he don't stumble, when he don't fall, and when he just said, but Lord, I don't like that way. He said, I didn't ask you if you like that way. We're just going to keep going. Matter of fact, let's go through here because this ain't convenient. I mean, for both of us to go through here, but you just keep trusting me. Amen. We'll go through places that ain't convenient. We'll go through places that are obstacles. We'll go through places that are hard. We're going to go through places where it's testing. We're going to go through places where it's trying. But if you'll just keep holding on to me, Joshua, if you'll keep holding on to me, man of God, we'll get to the place that I want you to be. Amen. 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 The information that he gives. Amen. The instruction that he gives. I'm trying to hurry. I have been preaching 30 minutes. You're all right. Notice what he says now for its instruction. Oh, Lord. Verse number four. I got to read a few verses. Will y'all read it with me? From the wilderness. And this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and under the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Oh, my. Mm. Y'all ready for some powerful preaching by God himself? Yes, here it is. He said, I want you to go and look down memory lane and try to find one time that I ever forsook Moses. Try to find one time where I ever let him down. Try to find one time where I ever let y'all go hungry. He said, and you ain't going to find it, Joshua. So remember this. As I was with right, Moses, right. so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. That's the first instruction that God gives Joshua is I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Right. If you'll stay with me, I'll stay with right. you. If you walk away from me, I'm going to follow you, yeah. Joshua. Because yeah. I'm not letting go. Yes. Amen. 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 First order of instruction is I'll be with you always. Look on. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Oh my. Yeah. You know what God just told Joshua? He said you want some instruction? He said, do according to all the law. Woo! Mm. Glory. Hallelujah. Tell it now. Does anybody know what that means yep. in this present day, in yep. this hour in which we're living? What God was saying, Brother said to Joshua, is son, just get in the book. Yep. That's yeah. right. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, my. I'm going to try it over here. Get in the book. Less people, but I believe I'll get a better, a little acknowledgement, Brother Chris, if you don't mind. 
Joshua, if you want to do this thing right, if you want to stay right in the middle of the road, if you don't want to go to the left, or if you don't want to go to the right, but you just want to walk hand in hand with Jesus all the days of your life and lead this congregation the best way that they can be led. There is no other way to do it, son. But you're going to have to bury yourself and bury your face into that book, and it will keep you in line. And tonight, it's the same. Amen. Amen. He will direct our paths. A light in our feet. Amen. A light in our path. Amen. Stay in the book. Stay in the book. The only way he can lead is the same way Moses led. Yeah. According to the all the law. All of it. Oops. Yes, sir. The good stuff? Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. The hard stuff? Yes. Sure. Even the hard stuff. When it makes you mad, if it's according to the law, if it's according to the book, it's in order. Amen. I came on Sunday night. I wanted to hear one of them feel good Sundays. I feel good. Yeah. Y'all may not, but I feel good. I do too. Amen. I'm just preaching the Bible. I ain't found nothing wrong with it. It's the book. It's the book. I'm just trying to do what God told Joshua to do. And say, preach all of it. Yep. I got news for you. Even sometimes when the preachers are preaching what they're preaching, they have already been to the woodshed with what they're preaching. That is exactly right. right. That's exactly Uh, right. Before I ever get up and I say something I don't want to have to say, I've already have dealt with it within my own spirit. Yes, sir. I've already had God talk to me about some things that I've already been <laughs> reproved by the Holy Ghost and rebuked by the Holy Ghost. Hey, if it gets on your toe, hey man, just pull them back up on the pew tonight. Yep. Hey man, yep. it's just the book. Hey man, it's not a man trying to hurt your feelings. It's not a man trying to make you mad. It's just a man trying to give all the book yeah. tonight. Amen. All the book. Only. Be thou strong and very courageous. Do all according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it right or left. Thou mayest prosper. Matter of fact, this first time prospering never shows up in your Bible. Mm. And the only way you'll be prosperous in your life yes, sir. <coughs> is by if you're walking hand in hand That's in the right. Scripture. That's right. He said it a while ago. Accolades, promotions. Stars and medals. You yep. have it all. Yep. But if you ever want to prosper God's way. Yes, sir. He said you got to do it this way. That's right. Do it the way that I said to do it. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written there. Can I just point out, I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to get to my last point, and I promise you I will. Can I point out one fact, and this will lead me to my last point. All of this instruction, God has yet to say anything concerning them people. Mm. But that's, correct me if I'm wrong. What? Somebody has, I was wrong by the way. Y'all might not have the right kind. I can't take it. God, Jesus. <laughs> Verse number eight. Here it is. Yes, sir. This book of law shall not depart out of whose mouth? Thy mouth. Right. But who thou shalt med- meditate right. therein day and night, and who thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then who 
Thou yeah. shalt make thy way prosperous, and then who thou, thou. shalt have good success. Yeah. He's talking about the people. He's still instructing Joshua. Yeah. Oh my. Before Joshua could ever preach a sermon to this nation, to this congregation, God is getting his man in check. God, oh, you had to go ahead and preach my word, didn't you? Amen. God is making ready Joshua. Yes, sir. Before, listen to me, before he can ever lead the people, Joshua first must be ready. That is exactly right. Now I can go over to Paul's letters and his instructions to the church. Right. And I can bring up the fact that how can that man tell you how to have a good home? Right. If he ain't got one. That's exactly right. right. How can he help your family? Right. If his family's just all falling apart. Amen. And I ain't talking about battles, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. Exactly. How can he encourage your weary heart if he doesn't know anything about having victory? Amen. Yes, sir. So Joshua, here's the instruction. Get full of this book. Yes, sir. Yes. Let me get to the last one. I'm sorry. Come on, Brother Chris, if you don't mind. My favorite verse. I like to use it. Encourage people. Verse number nine. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Yes, sir. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever. Whithersoever thou goest. Amen. Don't matter. Joshua, you're going to find yourself in some rough places. Wherever you are. Yes, sir. I'll be with you. Amen. You're going to find yourself in great places. Yes, sir. Amen. Joshua, wherever you are, you're going to be there with you. And here it is. We've seen the initiation. We've seen the information. We've seen the instruction. Now here's the interaction. Verse number 10. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people. Oh my. Saying, in verse number, I won't take time to read it, verse 11 through 18. Pass through the host. Command the people. Prepare your victuals. Basically, I just put it in a nutshell. Joshua. He's receiving this word from God. Yeah. God said, that's it. Yes, sir. Are you ready? And a young man that has been my, my. begging God to use him turns around and he says, I'm ready. And everything that God just told him, he, he tells them. The yes. That's how it works. And he tells them. Yes, sir. What does God give your preacher? He gives him everything that he needs to help this church go for the glory of God. All the wisdom, all the discernment, all the direction. He may come to your Bible and say, hey, help me pray about this. He may come to you, Brother Seth. He may come to you, guys. Y'all got to be walking with God, too, because he may need some help praying about some things. But before it ever comes to your heart or to your ear, come his way first. Yes, sir. And on Sunday morning, he's going to get up out of that chair and he's going to stand behind this pulpit. He's going to say, here's what God said yep. for this week. That's right. And then Sunday night, he's going to come back and he's going to say, here's what God said for this week. 
Yes. Wednesday night, you're going to say, this is what God said. But this week, yes. will you trust him? Yes, sir. Will you follow him? When he gets up and he says, I'm trying to warn you, watch out. All he's saying is what God said. When he says, hey, we need to be thankful. We need to worship God. We need to rejoice. He's just saying what God said. Right. When he says, we need to address this. We need to address that. He's just saying what God said. When he says, let's learn this song. I don't know if we should learn that one. He's just saying what God said. That's right. Amen, preacher. And you can be like the serpent that beguiled Eve this morning. Yep. You can be like Judas that questioned Mary's worship. Yes, sir. And you can interrupt. Are you listening to me? Are you listening? You can interrupt what God is doing with all of your questions. Wait a minute. Could we not do something better? Wait, has God not said you can do that? But I'd be very careful doing that. Because if it didn't come to him first. Yeah. You might be asking it within yourself, but why don't you just take those questions home with you? Say, Lord, I pray that you rid these questions out of my heart, out of my mind, and help me to have the trust and the faith to believe that what this church needs, what my home needs, what my family needs, God, you'll let it be said through him. Amen. I thank God for the preacher. Help me, Lord. Brother Dax, I'm not trying to build a preacher up in no kind of way. Saying he walks on water, you walk on right. right. the worst man in this building tonight. Y'all listening to the worst man in this building tonight. I'm the biggest failure. I've got the most smallest probably in this room. Oh now. But on November 26th, I got saved 10 years old on October 3rd on a Saturday afternoon youth meeting. I gave my life to God and I said, Lord, catch me and use me. What I've been trying to do for about the past 11 years is just open up that book and say it's what God said. That's right. He ain't perfect. He ain't perfect. Ain't none of them. But we're just trying to say it's what God said. That's right. Had those children of Israel never hearkened to the voice of the man of God. No, sir. That it never made it. You getting to the place of victory in your life may be weighing in the fact if you're willing to trust what the preacher says. I'm not willing to listen to what the man of God says according to what God says. I may not ever be led to that place that God prepared for me. I wonder how many of us can I have. Maybe you want to come. Says, you know what I was blessed by? I'm blessed by a church that loves their family so much. It says, you know what? She says, you know, sir, I don't know. I don't need to know. But I'm t- I'm about to get absolutely blessed someday when I see that big old basket come through that back wall. Yes, sir. Yes, it's a blessing. Good thank you. Of God. We're just going to where God's leading us. Yeah. And we're walk with him. Whatever he says, God says, we're just going to do it. We're just going to follow it. It might lead us to the surgery table. Let's drop a little man down there for those that are just all the Yes, sir. Let's bless them. I wonder how many of us need to find somewhere and say, thank you, Lord, for my church. Yeah. Yes, sir.
Thank you, Lord, for my preacher. Yes, Thank you, Lord, that you have brought me to a place that there's a man that is trying his best to lead us the way he believes best that God wants. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe. You've been having some questions. And I tell you, you want to see God do something great in your life? Get them questions out your heart. Mm. If you've been having them questions inside your heart, I just don't know why it's always, I don't know why they always do that. I don't know why it's got to be this way. Why don't you just say what I'm saying? Yep. Lord, help me just keep on trusting that what's best. You'll instruct the preacher. He'll tell us what you said. We just don't keep on in the journey. Yeah. We're staying all over the place. Well, I hope the preacher will help you tonight. Yes, sir. Encourage you. And most of all, tonight, maybe you just want to come shake your preacher's hand or hug his neck and say thank you. Thank you for losing sleep on my family. Thank you for walking into those storms with my family that we walked into. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for listening to me when I didn't feel like I had anybody that listened to me. Thank you for being a man of God that would get along with him and find the heartbeat of God for Stillwater Baptist Church. Maybe some of you ladies need to come and say thank you to his wife and thank you for just being his friend. He was walking through those dark places. Thank you for staying by his side. Thank you for being a friend to me. And I just want to love on them and thank you. Thank God that he's given you God fearing. Holy Ghost filled prayer. Father, we do love you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For your word. What you did for Joshua, what you do for your men in this day, in this time. I bless you, man. Would you mind him tonight? Come on. Come on. He's playing. You got a song to sing. Do whatever you feel like doing, Brother Chris.
Tonight, if there's been some question in your heart, I want to challenge you tonight. Either this altar, or you got to return. There in your pew, you might want to get that right with the Lord. He's already going to have thorns in his flesh. We don't need to add to it. how easily we all can become that question the ways of the preacher question the ways of the church why this and why that matter of fact I just maybe even pray it just in case Lord if I've ever grieved the spirit of God in this place for a reason that wasn't right according to your word I'm asking you to forgive me my heart's desire utmost desire is that the spirit of God have liberty to move in this place and I wouldn't want any of my thoughts any of my questions or my concerns to be a hindrance in how God moves I wouldn't want to hinder God when a sinner walked in the door wouldn't want to hinder God when he's trying to restore someone's life what going to hinder God when he's trying to put a home back together? God, help me not to question. Help me to encourage God's trying to do in this place. One more time, I'm going to ask. No one's looking around. I know people have been moving back and forth the altar. I encourage you to keep on moving if God's dealing with you. Just real softly, Brother Chris. I know this is nowhere near salvation sermon, but I've seen God move in strange ones. Maybe tonight you sit here thinking, man, I really don't know what you're really talking about, all this church stuff, but I know this. All this walking with God business you talked about, all this having a relationship with the Lord business you talked about, I know this, I ain't got that. Maybe within your heart, God's been preaching a whole different sermon tonight. Maybe he's revealed to you that you're not saved. I want to ask you tonight, do you have, as the preacher said this morning, a day? Is there a time and a place in your life that you can go back to and say, I remember when I called on the name of Jesus. He asked me, or I asked him to forgive me of my sin and to come into my heart. If you sit there tonight, you say, I don't have a memory like that. I don't have a place that I can go to and say, I know where God changed me and God saved me. Tonight can be your night. Right now can be your moment. So I know one's looking around. Every head, please, just for respect of the one sitting beside you. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. I want to ask you the most serious question that you possibly could have been asked today, this week, or this year, or your life. Do you know you're saved? Do you have peace with God tonight? If right now, in this moment, you're thinking, man, I just don't know. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not going to point you out. I just would love to pray for you if you would allow me to do so. Would there be one saying, Brother Jerry, sir, I'm just not sure if I'm saved or not. Right now, if that's you, with that question in your mind, 
Would you just slip up your hand real fast? Just give me a moment's time to see it. You can put it right back down. I just want to pray for you. I'm not sure if I'm saved. Right now, if that's you, would you hold it up? How about it? I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is what we're going to do. How we're going to do it. I told you I want to pray for you. And I promise you I'm going to. But you have to hear me well tonight. My prayer cannot save you. But I'm going to ask the one that can. And he'll look down among us tonight and see someone that is so in need of salvation. He gave his son for all of us. He didn't discriminate. He didn't say this type of people, that type of people, this color, that color. He said he's not willing that any should perish. That all should come to repentance. He said for whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm going to talk to him on your behalf tonight. And after I'm through praying, I want to encourage you to do this. You can either come and meet me, the preacher, and there'll be someone up here standing up front so glad to talk to you. As soon as I'm through praying, if you need to be saved tonight, would you come and let somebody take the Bible and show you how easy it is to leave here with peace in your heart and know that your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Would you do that? Father, in Jesus' name, but we do love you. And we thank you, Lord, for your word. But we're so thankful, Lord.